0: I want us to look at Matthew chapter 4 from verse 1 to 4. The proceeding word, living by the proceeding word. Life is from the proceeding word. This is what it says. Then was Jesus left up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Led him into the wilderness, the spirit. What spirit is this? The Holy Spirit. But the point again is he was led. That means the Holy Spirit truly really can lead and scary definition. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It was the Spirit that led him. He didn't go by himself. It was not a desire. It was not a choice. He was led. Verse 2 says, When he has fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward unhungered. when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that this stone be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's what we're going to be dealing with. Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So there is a proceeding word, there is a written word. Hallelujah. Every word that proceeded. The Greek word for word there is rhema. And the Hebrew word is the bar, the Now, this is not just a spoken word or something that is just said, but this proceeding word of God encompasses all that God has for you. And what you want to fulfill in your life. I would say the entire purposes of God mind for you is wrapped up in that word, Proceeding Word. Hallelujah. It speaks of an appointment. The Proceeding Word of God is an appointment. The proceeding word of God is a purpose for your life. Now, it simply shows God proposes the welfare of his people. His intent. For instance, this is Jesus that was led by the Spirit to fast for 40 days and 49. Now get the point right. It's not enjoyable to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Are you getting that? But there was a purpose in that fast. What Jesus is actually saying is this. The Lord who caused me to go into the fast have a reason. Therefore, I'm not going to break the fast. Are you getting that? And if you go time to study, you find that At the end of the fast, the Bible says angels came and did what? And worship him. So, what was it? The purpose was to prove that he's truly the Son of God, and not just that, he can regain the dominion that Adam lost. So, when God caused him to go into the fast, there was a purpose tied up with it, and that is what they call the preceding word. So, when God speaks words to you, there are things tied up in it. An appointment, a purpose. Destinies are wrapped up in that thing which God says to you. That is why you must come to the place of hearing God as a son of God or as a child of God. Hallelujah. The dealings of God are meant to provide the welfare of God's children. You need to understand. And it's very important you get this this day. That God's dealing for you. You must come to that place where, of course, you can see one basic thing. All things are working together for your good. Why will God, in the natural, why will God ask his son to go and fast? And not just that, and allow a devil to come and tempt him. Would, there was nothing good even in the temptation but this is where Jesus can prove that it's not like Adam and that the dominion that Adam lost he can regain it the only way to regain the dominion is to be an obedient child and again watch it it is what God gives to you that the devil tempts you on God took him to so go and fast for 40 days and 40 nights and the first thing with which the devil was to tempt him is the hunger that will proceed out of that fast turn the stone into bread because now you are hungry so even if proceeding proceed in what god gives to you the devil have an opportunity to tempt to your needs hallelujah Just like I said, God has a welfare package for you at any point in time. If he asks you to do a thing, it's because the outcome of that thing is glorious and it's for your good. Most times we are unable to fulfill destinies because we don't hear God. We don't understand what he's saying. We don't know what he's saying. But until you hear Now you watch what Jesus said. Man must not live by bread alone but by every word. In other words, life is in what God says. Can you get that? Life is in what God says. And as we progress, you're going to understand that what he said yesterday may not be what he's going to say today. And what he said today precedes what he said yesterday. Supersede that. Praise the Lord. So when Jesus was tempted here, the excess was to establish his dominion over creation as compared to Adam who lost it because he couldn't obey. The word proceed is very important. It's taken from two Greek words ek and poremae. So you could just call it ek poremae. It means to depart to discharge, to proceed, to project, to issue. At Paramaim, it means every proceeding word has a source and the source is God. The word is coming out of God, God's home out, as it were, to you. And I'm saying, just like God created the universe, that the words that came out of his mouth, even so, everything he says to you has a package. Hallelujah. The word ek in the Greek actually is a primary preposition, which do you need origin, a source. Eke. Ek. It means origin, a source. The point where an action, an emotion kicks off. Then Empiromai actually stands for to go on a journey. It means when God speaks a word, he sends this word on a journey. Now get what he said in Isaiah. None of his word shall return to him void. So when he says a thing, he sends his things in motion. To produce. So if he gives you a word, you just have to have an assurance something is about to happen to you because the word is meant to create. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to give you a simple illustration on this. But I want you to get this right this day. that God creates through the word And God shapes your life through his word. And the word is not just the issue of written word. The word is the rhema word. Which is what proceeds out of God's mouth at any particular time. Now if you have a revelation, for example, in the night. And God gives you a scripture to read. If you study the scripture God is giving to you to read. You are going to be able to see what God intends to do in your life. Now, the scripture I gave to you in the night automatically becomes a Rema. Until it is given to you, it is just a Logos, a scripture. But once it's given to you, it becomes what? A Rema. And that is directing you, it's sending you forth. The word is not only proceeding on a journey, you are going on a journey together with the word because the word is becoming flesh in your life. Hallelujah. This broadcast is made possible by partners of the Kingdom Perspective Broadcast. To become a partner, send us an email or call the following numbers naturally on your screen. Mighty 14, verse 23. And this is what it says. When he had said, the multitude away, went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was here alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. He asked the disciples to cross those with waves, for the wind was contrary. Now you watch this. He is the one that actually asked the disciples to cross to the other side. Now the wind was contrary. That God gives you a word all the time doesn't mean it's going to be smooth all through. He asked them to cross, but the wind was contrary. Sometimes you doubt if God actually spoke to you. That's why you have to be sure that this is God. He asked them to cross. Now, this is he who knows the end from the beginning. So of course he knew the wind was going to come. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying there? But he asked them to go. Now the wind was contrary. Some of you are spirit as a contrary winds in your life. But can I show you something? Jesus is watching and is walking towards you. He asked them to go. It was a proceeding word, as it were. Now they started going, but here was the wind that was contrary. Something wants to stop you. Sometimes you are into business and you're just wondering if God actually asks you to stop this business because you're getting a contrary situation along the line. Stay with what God says. Hallelujah. Unless He speaks otherwise, stay with what God says. Next verse says, And at the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straight away, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is high, be not afraid. Verse 23, very interesting. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be doubt, Bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And while Peter was come out, I mean down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Instead he says, But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Hallelujah. Now you watch this. Now I'm going to have time to spend to illustrate and to tell you what that stands for. Jesus walked on the sea. That's the word you, see, But Peter walked on water. Did you notice that? The sea is Thalassis and the water is Hudo. But I don't want to explain all of that. The important thing here, Peter walked on water how did he walk on water because jesus said come are you getting that That simple word that is said to peter caused him to have the ability to overcome the force of gravity that is something that naturally cannot be done that means his word to you will produce a supernatural life. So Jesus said, man must not live alone, but by every word that does what proceeded, that means a life, which is a supernatural life you are supposed to live as a believer, can't the word of God that you hear. You want a translated life, it's going to come through the world. Hallelujah. Nobody else in the boat walked. Nobody has in the hole attended anything. And the word was to one man, not to everybody. It was the only one man that got the word that walked on water. So when the word comes to you, you will do supernatural things that those around you cannot do. That is why you need the word. Hallelujah. Are you following me? You need one word from the Lord that will cause you to live a supernatural life. A life that defies all form of obstruction headache contradictions a life that overcomes that which is contrary to natural life you just need one word from the lord and you're going to get it hallelujah are you listening to me peter walked on water because jesus said come so that word translated peter to be a supernatural being so think about that. Help me, Lord. The world takes you to become exactly who Jesus is. If Jesus walked on water, one world can cause you to walk on water. That means the state defines himself, you find yourself in that state. Are you hearing him? It means if he wants to go away from just being a human being to a supernatural human being, you need know the word. And you, you ought to hear the word in the midst of other people. In other words, God wants to display something supernatural through you by speaking to you. So anytime God's word is coming to you, it means He want to do something that others have never seen. Life is in the preceding word. So now, the life of Peter changed because there was a preceding word for Peter. Can you get the point now? He was in the midst of other disciples but his life changed because the word came to him so when the word comes to you god wants to change your life he wants to transform you he wants to move you to another level i remember it was yesterday morning or so when the lord gave me a word very strong in the night a whole chapter of the bible and I come out look at what the Lord is saying. I share with Maxwell, we begin to analyze and we know exactly what God wants to do. It's a new season for us. Do you understand this? A whole new season. In the midst of what looks like an obstruction, a whole new season. In the midst of that, it looks like opposition by men, a whole new season is done for us. You need to hear God. Hallelujah. See, before in, then, I give my life to the Lord. When a community, it, it pains me that men worship God and they don't hear God, but those who worship idols, they hear. We say idols have no ears, they have no mouth, they don't speak. They that worship them? I like them, but here's a story. There was this man that was an Igbe man. He was the priest of the there at Yede, very specific. And the shrine says there's a particular market day. Every particular market day, he said the man must not cross the community to the other one. And on this particular market day, I don't know what happened. The man crossed, but the time he returned, he was dying. And he went to the Shiran, and Shiran said, but I told you never to cross. But you violated my rule, so you're going to die. All the sacrifice that was needed to be done was done. Shiran said, no, you violated the rule. You are dying. Now, the point I'm raising is this. This man can communicate with that which you call idols. You are serving God, and you ought to be like your God. For those who worship idols are like idols, and those who worship God should be like God. So if if Jesus walked on water, that's one, the point I'm raising. Jesus walked on water. Peter, who worshipped Jesus, and because you could hear Jesus, did what walked on water. You can be where He is. You can do what He did. You can be the life that He wants you to live is based on what He says to you. Therefore, you need to hear Him. He got to transform life instantly because Jesus said come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow. I don't know. Now, what Jesus needed to prove to Peter here as well is this that there's a supernatural life in him based on his word. Hallelujah. The major lesson there is you need to trust in the word of God and forget to see your surroundings. Because you see what? Because you see was boastrous, it forgot the word, it began to sink. That you are sinking doesn't necessarily mean God has not spoken to you, so we're along the line. You only have forgotten to be focused and to keep your attention to what God says to you and about your life. That is what is resulting in you sinking in this life. You are not supposed to sink into the life. Remember, if you work on something, it means you have dominion over it. By implication, God wants you to live a supernatural life, to have dominion over everything that is in creation, including even poverty. God is not expecting anything to rule your life other than himself. Hallelujah. The word walk is very important to me. Peripatheo, that's what it is in the Greek. It's meant to tread all around, to walk at large. Look at what God spoke to Joshua. Say, Wherever your foot shall step upon, that have I given to you for what? For a possession. Where you step on, you possess. It means to walk around. Praise the Lord. Are you there? It also means to depart one step to follow, and that's very important to walk. I don't know if you know what is called votary. Votary, actually, like monk or norms. You know, norms in the Catholic Church. Is that okay? Right. That's the word votary. To walk is another word votary and it's like a priest or somebody following a religious rule or order. By implication, we are saying when the Lord speaks the word to you, he bringing you closer to follow and to live the life that he himself is living. So when Jesus said, I must not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded. It's another way of saying God does not live by food. Can you get it now? He's walking in the same dimension that God walks. And God walks in the spirit. He doesn't need natural food to sustain himself. So he's trying to tell the devil, You're wasting your time. God asked me to do this. Now I'm living on the same level that God is living in. He doesn't live by natural food, so I don't need natural food to sustain myself. That's what it means to walk. You are becoming exactly the one that initiates you into the system that he is by speaking the word unto your life. Praise the Lord. And I want you to get it because it's very important. I remember on the 7th of September, 2007, the preceding war saved my life. I can't forget. On the 7th of September, 2007, only a few know what I'm about to say. I was literally dying. I have experienced it. I saw myself floating off me. I was lying down. In an afternoon, I saw myself going up. My other self was looking down on me, but I find it was it was just going up, and somehow I received strength to speak a word, and I simply said, "Oh Lord, is this the way I'm going to go?" The proceeding word came to me from Luke chapter four. I mean, Luke chapter five, verse twenty-four to twenty-five. That is where you find the man that was laying on cripple or whatever. Lying down, and Jesus said, Take up your bed and walk. And the Bible says, As soon as the man heard that, he took up his bed and walked. So the Lord just gave that word. Strong word just came to me. I was lying down. I was sitting myself up very close to the ceiling in my bedroom. The word just came. Luke 5, 25. I just picked the Bible. As soon as I read it, an energy came into my body. I jumped out of bed. I was completely healed. I shall not be gone for the preceding word. You need one word for your life. Don't joke with the service of God that you are in. Be serious. I'm trying to make you this morning. I'm trying to cause you to be serious with the worship of God. This life is full of so many things. But one word from God at any point in time can keep you living. Your life is tied to what God says. I should have been buried long ago, 2007, for not for the proceeding word of God. Nobody was with me, I was alone. Of course, you've heard of people that asleep they don't wake. Have you heard that? But I can't forget that date. Loud, clear voice came to me near my life. Some of you are not having headway because you are not hearing God. You are not supposed to be where you are. And even the way you are going, you are not supposed to go that way. But you don't hear God for yourself. I remember to some years back. How this terrible earache, it was so strong. They tried medication, tried everything, tried some leaf. We just showed us, the leaf is thick. Don't know the name almost as thicker, this thicker than this, but has a lot of liquid. Just put it in the fire, a little bit warm, pull the water, did all of that. Nothing was happening. Terrible ache. And I was lying there and I said, oh my God. So am I going to go deaf? Just that word alone. God gave me a scripture from the book of Psalms. And I picked this scripture and it says, your ears are healed. That is what I read from a simpler translation. So, Today, your ears are healed. Instantly, the pain disappeared. Proceeding word. I can give you instances. Thousand and one instances that God have healed me from several terrible afflictions that medications cannot do. You need a proceeding word for your life. Life is about a proceeding word. Man must not live alone, but by every word, That proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord. Why? Because it makes you a supernatural being. It translates you from a lower level to a higher level. Praise the living God. I wish you can catch what I'm trying to say. Yeah, this is Jesus talking. Man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded. Out of the mouth of the Lord. You need one word. One proceeding word. That word that will change your life. That word that will change your family. That word that will change your community. You need one word. Anytime you receive a word from the Lord, you just know God is about to do something. You need it. Praise the living God. Even it has to do with choices that you are making. You need one word from the Lord. Your state of being, the condition of your heart, are some of the things that makes it possible for God to speak to you. Do you ask questions sometimes? Do you ask God, not out of anything, do you simply ask God one or two questions? Praise the living God. Before we came into a city here, I know the debate that was there, not wanting to be around, God said one word one day. It was an afternoon, I was a three days fast. And he speak to me. He says, As you go, you possess the land. One simple word. And I said, Now I will go. Same word he spoke. And remember, when we came to time here, when we're thinking about living, I mean, where to get a plot of land and stuff like that. Some of you know the story. Lands were provided out to Subi. Land were provided out. They will tell him. Let's go to Subi another. I say no. We can't leave because God didn't say go to Subi. he said, go to worry. And I believe He asked me to go, we're going to get the land. This is the place now. The proceeding word. If he sent you, he translates your life. If he gives you a word, he changes your life. You need one word from the Lord. I must not live alone, but what? Every word. Every word. Not some. Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord. You can make the right decision through the proceeding word. You can make the right decision at any point in time through the proceeding word. We all need to get closer to God so that God can truly be our father. God said, I'll be your father, you'll be a son, you'll be a daughter, and I will receive you unto myself. He wants to be our father. Every father talks to his children. May God begin to talk to you. May you start receiving the proceeding word. Every challenge in your life today, I demand that God will speak a word into it. In the name of Jesus Christ. almost three years god keep reminding me my family have a covenant scripture i got give to me far back 2007 2010 he repeated it no 2009 He repeated it 2010 he repeated it he always called my attention to that scripture that has to do with me and the family And I always remind the children, every year, this is the covenant scripture for this family. Believe in it. Come to the place of hearing God, so that your life is not just like you are gambling, you know, easy come, easy go. No, 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 no. Know for sure what God is saying about your life, what God is saying about your family, what God is saying about your children. Know for sure what God is saying about your business. Come to that place. Life is about what? The proceeding world. It takes you from the natural and makes you a supernatural being. We know you've been blessed by the teaching ministry of Dr. David O. Ogaga. To order the complete message and other messages by Dr. David O. Ogaga, please call the following number.